We're getting this podcast past. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I really undercut the point you're about to make. We're getting this podcast <laughs> thing down, you guys. Cod passing. Just say. <laughs> cod passing is when you actually make a cod pasta. Unbelievable. A little thin, smoked. <laughs> everyone, I'm Jimmy Fallon, and today I'm joined by some very talented people, my friends and former talk show hosts in no particular order. First up, he is a frequent guest on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Give it up for John Oliver. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, next Great up, to be here. he was introduced to me in the Saturday Night Live wardrobe department as the new me, and it turned out he was actually a new and improved version of me, oh, Mr. Oh, Seth Meyers. so kind. That is so kind. Also here today, a former talk show host and current person who can say that they've heard of the show last week tonight with John Oliver, a man who can out-improvise anyone at the drop of a hat. Stephen, what is a good name for a cologne? Colbert. Stephen Colbert is on the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what would that cologne smell like? Colbert. I have that cologne, actually. He's one of America's favorite former talk show hosts and uh, honestly kind of confuses me on which Jimmy he really is. Him, him or me, the one... Let me do it again. He is no, one of America's. No, don't let him do it again. <laughs> no, no. Why? We don't have only, time. We don't have time. Zoom it's lets you do live. it again. We don't have time for you to do that twice. Fuck <laughs> you. Everyone you, else did that. Other was things it. More Sorry. Than <laughs> Moving on. His name's Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say him or me because my first radio job in Seattle was called the Me and Him Show. We did not use our names. Like, I'm him. He's me. Let's go to the phones. Which one were you? I don't know. <laughs> to this day, I don't know. Paul Danello, Amy Sedaris, and I all call each other Goofy when we're trying to find out where the other one is. Like, I'll say, Paul, where's Goofy? Or if he's with Amy, he'll say, where's Goofy? And we always know that the person who's not there is Goofy. Well, he is Jimmy Kimmel, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Kimmel is here. And together, we formed the comedy podcast Strike Force 5. That's the only time this episode. Okay. Welcome, hosts and listeners. The reason we're doing this is because our writers are on strike right now, and we support our writers, so we are also on strike, but we also thought it'd be nice to help out the staff and crew of our shows who are out of work as well. We miss them. We appreciate them. And with our sponsors of the show, proceeds will be split to help all of the staff and crew that work on all of our shows to make us look good and smart and funny. So thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, and please like and subscribe and request our show to your local DJ. Yeah. <laughs> the theme. Well, that's our first like and subscribe. <laughs> Scribe, nicely done. Very hip. The, the theme subscribe. of today's podcast is late night wives. All right. Oh, I, I thought since, oh, okay. since all five of, of us are happily married men, that we could learn a bit more about each other's better halves and maybe uh, have a bit of fun texting back and forth with our wives. Thank you for doing this and super, super thank you to our wives for agreeing to be part of this podcast. My first question is for the host. This is before we play the game. Was it hard for any of you to convince your wives to do this? No. 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 So, my wife hated the idea. Truly? Truly hated the idea? She truly hated the idea. But she agreed. <laughs> she agreed. My wife also agreed because I think she understood she had to agree. She wanted more details than I had available to her. And I said, Jimmy's going to text you and it will all become clear. He started texting her and early on it was in no way clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. very confusing, yeah. I will say out of the wives, I think Kate... 
John, your wife was a little, uh, my, my questions were confusing. Seth, uh, Alexi was super fun and helpful and nice, and I think I confused her as well. Uh, <laughs> but I have answers from all of the wives. I texted. Also, it's probably confusing for Kate, because John, you and her are one of those 90 day fiance situations, right? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. A green card deal? <laughs> yeah. She for panics you. anytime for you. someone asks questions. Because she's worried that one of you will get deported. We have to agree on our answers because uh -huh. U.S. immigration <laughs> we, we, is the tripwire. We met at a Smashburger at Ventura Boulevard. That's Remember? Right. I, I, I want to make it his very fries. clear to U.S. immigration that that is where it happened, at a Smashburger. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Which one? What did you order? Get out of the country! That's basically how U.S. immigration works. A Smashburger? Not, none of you guys know. <laughs> uh, once Nancy was like, is, is, do I have to be on camera? I said, no. She goes, okay, I'm in. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Evie said one time. The only thing was like, what time? I said somewhere between 11.30 and 12.30. She was like, okay. And then yeah, last I night, she was all excited. She finished her questions, sent them in, like sitting next to me in bed. And she, she sent all of her questions in. And then she goes, hey, I've just been released. Evidently, my questions were good <laughs> enough. I've been yeah. released on my check avail for tomorrow. I had my assistant send my wife the questions and got the answers. And only now do I have the reveal. I don't know what she said to these questions. So... So I'm playing the game along with you guys. I don't know what my wife is going to say. Fallon right. kept, I should note, Fallon kept Alexi up till like three in the morning. He was very unsatisfied with her answers. I go think again, come on. <laughs> That's a first thought response. And this Let's is like a wife swapping game? <laughs> no. It's never this, gonna be no. a oh. wife swapping game. Stop oh. asking that. Oh, it's we're, never we're a say, game, Kimmel. In the group uh, text, Fallon, you did, you did text us, for the record, yesterday, can I have all of your wife's names and cell phone numbers? And I have screen-grabbed that to weaponize against you in the future, because that's a creepy text to send. That is true. I did do that. Well, let's just start before, again, how long have you guys all been together with your wives? Starting hmm. with Seth. Uh, Fifteen years together, and when we're recording this, tomorrow is our 10-year anniversary. Oh my god, congratulations. Wow. Thank you very this much. Planned. Well it's done. Very well-timed. Very well-timed. Well Big one oh. Pressure yeah. on. Uh, Steven, how about you? How, how long have you uh, been October together? October uh, October 9th will be uh, 30 years for me and Ev. Wow. Well, it seems like too much. Years. That's yep. enough. <laughs> really? I didn't realize. That's okay. enough. I'll check the expiration date. <laughs> he was an interesting of kind neck. of marriage counselor. He just normally says, yeah, that's it. I think you guys are done. Congrats. It's a good run. Yeah. It was yeah. 10 years for me this summer, too. Uh, we, we've been married 10 years. Ten years. It's great. John? Mm -hmm. We've you... been married 12 years together, 15. Oh. Right. I, am I hearing someone's kids in the background? Probably mine. I'm going to do my best to make them stop, but it probably no. won't work. That was yeah. said, Seth, not only with a thousand-yard stare, but a thousand-yard voice somehow. Yeah. And I also want to point out, say, when he said, I'll do my best to make them stop, he did not move an inch. <laughs> he is making no effort at all. <sighs> I was just kind of hoping it would stop, <laughs> and it's getting worse. Yeah, that was real clear, that last yell. I hope the people at home could hear that. They must have, because I can I hear it. I think they probably did. I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs> or not. Anyway, I, I love you. I like you having early conflict in the game. This is yeah, going to be great. Sure. Yeah, the can we please hear how you yell at your children, Seth? Don't take the microphone with you. Oh, I yeah. think you'll be able we, to hear it, whatever room he's in. Yeah, if we're quiet enough. Hush, quiet. Okay, now they're screaming. <laughs> that literally is a high-pitched yeah. scream of terror. <laughs> That's Seth screaming. <laughs> Someone did scream. Look at his room. 
or room boot. Oh, thing. here he comes. Act like we didn't hear it. You and I, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, and I That's think that what Jack Parr did to revolutionize uh, the Tonight 100%. Show was 100%. that he Absolutely. took what Steve Allen did, and then you're so right. Uh, I don't know. Added a you guys are shitting on me. What? You guys are shitting on me. Except his back. <laughs> and by the way, not only my back. The kid said no can do. So get used to it. Did it literally say no can do? I don't no want to come do? back into some fake story about <laughs> fucking Jack Parr. Uh, did your <laughs> child literally say no can do? I can't go they for just, that? They did, they did a, like, they a brush off gesture. You know what? Yeah. I think this is the bummer. They know this money's going to the staff. None, oh. of, it's, none of it's lying in their pockets. And they unless don't have you, a lot of respect for Unless you hire for them. That's true. Unless you put them on the <laughs> payroll right now. How did you guys meet your wives, uh, Jimmy Kimmel? My wife, I met at work. I mean, um, you know, I see the workplace as um, kind of a big live tender. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I looked around. I said, which one do I want? And I pointed at her. She got in my car. I just got a text we from ABC HR, which I didn't even know they had my number. Well, the HR? Oh. <laughs> My wife was a writer's. My wife started as assistant to the executive producer on the show, and uh, then became a writer's assistant, and then a writer, and then head writer, and then co-executive producer. Now she's executive producer of the show. Wow! And your wife? And my and wife. At what yes. point in that stage did you guys get married? Head writer. I have a rule that I will not marry anyone whose title is below. <laughs> supervising producer level <laughs> pound for pound is she pound yeah, for pound is she a funner funnier writer than you are pound for pound for sure i mean have you seen this body <laughs> <laughs> there's no question <laughs> very nice uh, literal use of pound for pound which i feel like often gets just dismissed uh, seth where uh, where did you meet uh, uh Alexis? i was actually wondering i can't remember if you were there or not fallon but we met at chris Catan's wedding I was there. You were there? Yeah. I want to say Nancy had a lot to do with you guys. Because she could tell you guys had a thing. We were, it was was a very, we were talking about this last night. We've been talking about it with people because our anniversary is coming up. We both, Jimmy and I both knew Arielle, my sister-in-law, because she was an intern at SNL. So we had known her. She was a friend of ours in New York. I knew her, saw her at the wedding, and my wife, Alexi, was sitting with her her younger sister. And Alexi and I hit it off to the point on Friday night that on Saturday at the wedding, people kept asking us how long we'd been a couple because we were, that was the level of flirty we were the second day we knew each other. So, and then, it, and then shamefully, it took me five years to propose, which comes up a lot. That's a meet cute, right? It was a real meet cute. It was a real meet cute. It was obvious to everyone in the room. How about John Oliver? What is your uh, story? Mine was almost the opposite of a meet cute. I met her at the Republican (laughs) National Convention in St. Paul, Minnesota (laughs) in 2008. (laughs) I was there with The Daily Show. She was there because she was a veteran of the Iraq War. She was a combat medic. And and this veterans group she was with was at both conventions. And uh, we were trying to film on the layer that we weren't supposed to film on, where all the dignitaries, I use that term with asterisk all over it were and so we would put our recording equipment and cameras through with the caterers each morning to slip into this area and we were chased by security like keystone cops i couldn't get arrested because i was on a visa back then and she saved me so that's what that's year was how this? we met 2008 it, i think it was the i think it was the day of sarah palin's speech and i definitely didn't feel emotionally at that point i'm gonna meet my wife tonight <laughs> 
could have been Sarah Palin. <laughs> it could have been. That would have She's been a different now. story. Yeah, she'd have got, she can give market. you some amazing responses, Fallon, to those questions. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, how did you and your wife meet? Evie, I had been given the ultimatum by my girlfriend at the time in 1990 that we were, you know, we we're going to either get married or break up. Like, we're going to fish or cut bait, which didn't make a lot of sense to me because it didn't seem like she liked me that much. <laughs> and and I even said that. I don't think you like me that much. And she goes, no, we're going to get married or whatever. So and I, I loved her. And so I flew home to South That's Carolina. That's coming through. The love you have for her is coming through. <laughs> yeah. We can put an echo on that in post. I'm actually worried about your current relationship. I went. Uh, I went. I flew home to South Carolina because I said I'm going to go home and think about this because she wanted an answer. So I'm going to go home because I think more clearly back in South Carolina. So I flew home. My mom picked me up. That the must airport. have been really reassuring to her, by the way. Just let me get on a plane and cross <laughs> get as far away from you as possible without leaving the go, continent. Figure this I got to go back to South Carolina. If you've ever seen their license plates, it says the Thinking State. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even need the license plates that it's assumed. <laughs> and my mom said, hey, boy, what's up? What's on your mind? You seem distracted. And I said, oh, I told her about Anne. And uh, she said, well, do you love her? And I said, yeah, I think so. And she said, uh, do you want to marry her? I said, I don't know. And she goes, I don't know isn't good enough. And then I had a week to kill. And because like, oh, OK, that's clear. And that night uh, she goes, uh, hey, your sister can't go to the theater. You want to come with me? It was the world premiere of Philip Glass and Allen Ginsberg's The Hydrogen Jukebox, which I do not recommend. And I went to go see that with my mom because my sister couldn't go. And I walk into the lobby and I see this woman, I think, for the first time, not girl, I think woman for some reason. I see this woman across the lobby <clears throat> looking really good in a black linen dress. And I thought, her, you're going to marry her. And that's Evie. And then we, we did not actually, I did not talk to her at the theater after it was over because my mom was involved in the with the the, the the theater. We were invited to the party for the artists afterwards, and she came up to me and, like, reached across me at the, like, buffet table, like where the little cubes of cheese are. She reached across me for, like, a strawberry, and I went, that's, that's that woman. She wants me to say hi to her. And I turned around. We realized that we had grown up uh, two streets away from each other and had been shooting eyes at each other across the lobby and then we're suddenly both embarrassed that, oh, wait, I do know you. you and you know all my friends, but she went to the no girls' way. school and I went to the mostly, mostly just boys' school. And that, that's how we met that night. And we talked for two hours and, and now we have three kids. And is that oh. word for word how you described that encounter to the girl who was in Chicago waiting to that's hear a, your decision? That's exactly Now, here's the thing. Going. Okay, so we have this fantastic... Not, I am not going to marry you, but I am going to marry the first woman that I met in South Carolina that was not my mother. So the, the, fun, the, the great thing is, is that so we have this great conversation because we're talking about, you know, Allen Ginsberg and the, the show that we saw, saw that night. And we're talking about poets we like. And I just mentioned that I really like E.E. E. Cummings. And she sends me a postcard and it says, here's your man Cummings. And a little lovely meeting you the other night. And the only time my girlfriend ever came to my apartment was the day that postcard arrived. <laughs> and, wow. and I got my mail out and because I never got mail I got my mail out and there was a postcard and she snatched it out of my fingers and lo looked at it and goes who's Evie McGee and I want to get in a time machine and say it's my wife <laughs> I yeah. want to be there to say it's my wife she but does like me but anyway that was that we didn't date for much longer I promise you was the first dance at your wedding to Philip Glass as well, just to bring that story full circle? <laughs> I, uh, Someone was shouted E.E. E. Cummings lyrics. <laughs> it was Einstein on the beach. Just Robert Wilson going, do you take this woman to be? Do you take this woman to be? 
Do you take the this invitations one in lowercase? What about uh, you, Jimmy and Nancy? How how did you meet? We're we married for fifteen and dated for three years before that. Nancy produced this movie Fever Pitch that I did with uh, Drew Bank. Come on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's so real talk. They actually won. They actually won, and oh you were there. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> not, not, not planned. This is awful. Thank you very much. Uh, I've never felt closer to this group of men. <laughs> <laughs> You should check it out. It's available on wherever uh, movies are bought. That's with Queen Latifah, right? No, that was not. This is the one with Drew Barrymore. We got it. Uh, So uh, Nancy is Drew's producing partner, and we would do scenes and do the movie, and uh, and then we'd have parties up in uh, hotel rooms, like um, you know, after the shoot or you know on weekends, and I would always have people over, and uh, we'd DJ and stuff like that. And then by the end of the night, it was just me and Nancy just hanging out, and I was playing like real nerdy music, like only stuff that. I, I think I liked, you know, like uh, Harry Nilsson or Randy Newman or something. It's not, something, it's not something you really play at parties. But she loved all of that. And we totally just hit it off and then uh, didn't fool around or do anything, but just hung out. And then we said goodnight, like two little kids, like, goodnight, I swear. And then, uh, <laughs> why does that sound so gross to you? When you said didn't fool around or do anything, it suddenly, I suddenly had to picture you guys fooling around and yeah. I didn't like no it. No one was thinking that, Jay. I didn't like it. I didn't it was say worse. It. I was no one was thinking that? Uh-huh. Fooling around to Randy Newman. Yeah, short it's like people. Short God. people. <laughs> I love L.A. <laughs> and then the first time you did fool around, what happened then? Okay, first time. Go on. <laughs> okay, so anyway, <laughs> we, were selling, uh, we were selling the movie. And uh, it was about six months later, and I just said, I, I go, hey, I miss you. And she goes, I miss you, too. And I go, well, we should hang out. And then we've been together ever since. Hey, Jimmy, sorry, just to be clear, which movie were you selling? <laughs> Fever Pitch. <laughs> it was, uh, stop it. Unbelievable. All right, so here, here guys, here's the way that the, the game is going to work, okay? I, I will ask you a question, and then we will see how closely your spouse answered the same question. Okay. Okay. So, like so we, the are we then game. trying to guess <laughs> what they answer. would say? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I just think okay. you just see how close your actual answers are to oh, their So you want an honest answer. Okay. Yes, they, they answered. Most of the, your wives answered honestly, except for John's, who didn't understand. All my wife Molly told me is that you asked her not to joke around, to give the real answer. So. Yeah, I, did, I kind of did that to uh, Alexi as well. And I think I was a little bit too harsh on Alexi. I apologize, because I, I, I didn't know if she was asking me to be... Like, just, do I want jokes or do I want honesty? And I said, I would go more towards honesty. And, when you, and you, you said you were harsh? That doesn't sound harsh. <laughs> Fallon, if you, were, if you were harsh on her, I just want to assure you she'll take it out on me. <laughs> You're in the clear, my man. I will say, man, we merely married cool people. Everyone was okay. so funny and cool, and I, I loved my interaction with all of them with this game. I'm ready to start the game. Here's the Strike Force 5 did you want it or not? I mean, I thought you guys voted it out. Now I'm feeling pressure no, I, to be on the button. All right, do it. I kind of like it. <laughs> Strike Force I, 5. Uh, I but I can't believe you just broke, Seth. Game. You hate it more than anyone else. Why? I do, but I like it. it. I like it when the timing of it's so bad that it just solidifies how everyone will hate it. Okay. Sorry, Fallon. Go ahead. The first question was, what moment did you fall in love with your husband? And how did you know they were the one... 
Uh, Seth, you, you talked a little bit about Chris Kattan's wedding, uh, and, and that's where it was. But did you know that she was the one then? I would say, and I know this will really stick in her craw, because it did take me five years to propose, but I did believe her to be a very substantial, special person that first weekend. Okay. So I'm going to say I knew she was the one that weekend. She agrees. She says Chris Kattan's wedding was the story when she knew that you were the one. She knew it right there, and I was there. I was a witness. And I should say, Jimmy, I think I also knew at that wedding that it wasn't going to work out with Chris and his wife. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> <laughs> but now he's happily married. Something romantic had to happen Something that good happened from that wedding. <laughs> Jimmy, I, I know this is not the game, but I've never been at a wedding... Where even, it seemed like even the bride and groom knew it wasn't going to take. <laughs> like all the toasts. I remember Katana at one point being, literally gave a toast. He was like, this is nice though, right? We're all together. The food's good. <laughs> it doesn't matter why we're here. Just that we're here is nice. This is also, think of it as a party. Yes, exactly. Uh, you go to parties all the time. <laughs> Stephen, for uh, Evie, I, I asked her this question, when, when did you fall in love? And I think she might have answered for you on this, but well, just so you know. Okay, you remember? because so, I, I mean, here's the thing. I really did look at her across that lobby of the Satilli Theater in Charleston, South Carolina, and I thought, I'm going to marry her. And then I said to myself, what? What is, shut up, voice in my head. That's not real. And, but it was entirely right. I, I didn't know who she was. I thought she was from out of town, but I thought that was the one. Now, there are so many other moments in which I fell in love with her that I can't name another particular one, but I could try to guess what she says about her and me, or did she not answer that yeah. question? Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, seeing me with my mom, I think she would say, the way I treated her my mom. No. I think she said, when, when she laughed at my jokes... So I think she was answering for you. She said that the first joke that I ever told her was truly dumb, and she laughed See, out loud. She rushed through the assignment last night in bed and uh, was just looking to get it over, so and now we've got a problem. And she laughed. Now we got a game problem. I, I only tell dumb jokes. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, two peanuts were walking down the street and one was assaulted. I don't know what dumb joke this would be. <laughs> I love you now, too. That's Guys, my favorite you know joke. That's my favorite joke. They call that I joke Cupid Zero. Please record with your iPhones the fights we all have with our spouses after this quiz. And we go, how could you, what, that's not the, I, I wasn't. No, I don't, I, yeah, no. That's the part we're going to miss on this. Uh, J John, you kind of touched on this, but the moment that you think that your wife fell in love with you, do you think oh. it was at the RNC? No way. I don't know when she fell in love with me. I know when I fell in love with her. She, she convinced me to go on a beach holiday, which I'd never been on before. To St. Thomas, and I didn't want to go because I didn't think I'd like the beach. I was right about that. It didn't work. But we went snorkeling for the first time, and there's this one moment where she came around like a coral reef. It's like a movie, like almost in slow motion, in a bikini coming around a coral reef. And I looked at her, and I was thinking, well, this, well, this girl's amazing. And she flipped the bird at me underwater. <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah. You're not a beach guy? I would, I would guess you for a real Laird Hamilton type, John. I'm, I'm really surprised by that. That's right. I'm just walking around with a volleyball saying, anyone up for a pickup game? John, off-camera John exclusively wears a body glove and Ocean Pacific t-shirts. Uh, John, you... I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I mean, I've been on the beach many times after the tide's gone out, and I've seen a lot of stuff laying there that looks a lot like John Oliver. No. <laughs> 
the your what John, your wife, Kate, she said that she fell in love with you the first time at the RNC event yeah. and she saw your dimples. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Your That's dimples early. was the thing? I got pretty big dimples. My mom used to, she hated her dimples. She used to sit in uh, class with a pe pencil <laughs> poking out to try and, uh, try and bump them out. Is this before dimples were considered a positive? <laughs> I mean, uh, you have to, the context of the time, dimples were a part of the class system. You were below working class. <laughs> <laughs> dimples, it was frowned upon and you were treated very differently. There was kind of a ghetto for dimpled people. Yeah. So, John, your wife added an extra little thing I thought was very interesting to me. Uh -oh. uh, but she said, I knew he was the one <laughs> when we yeah. were dating, uh -huh. and he checked my stool for blood. He checked my stool for blood. Oh, do you do that? I do that, too. Total I, keeper. And we usually, because every previous girlfriend, that was sort of the deal breaker, right? Let me get I on thought, a plane. I didn't know you were German. Let me fly to the south of Spain and let me talk about whether I want to check this stool sample or not. And then the next, next woman I saw, I checked. <laughs> <laughs> so is she just doing bits? No, no, that's, I, that, that's real. I remember she took like a, um, some, she, could, she couldn't, I'm amazed she's wanting to bring this up. Unbelievable. She, Unbelievable. What? She's she really the kind of... If she can open the door, I'm walking right through this, and I don't want to hear shit about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, she basically took a laxative because uh, she couldn't go to the bathroom. And then I, I could hear her screaming, much like Seth's kids, mm -hmm. from the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember opening the door and her saying, get out of here, don't look at me, don't look at me, I think I'm dying. And then I Googled the laxative that she'd taken. And there was an immediate message board <laughs> saying, do not take this. I felt like I was dying. And I started laughing because at this point, it's clear death is not on the table, but a very uncomfortable evening is. And I did, I did check the stool sample for blood. There wasn't any blood. Therefore, I felt it became funny. That is where we did disagree. So I would say that if she loved me in a moment, hate came real quick after that. Is that where you hid the engagement ring? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that story before. That's pretty the romantic. Fact, the fact that your wife was willing to share that story is the moment I fell in love with her. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I cannot I believe I love that she you guys don't think light. this is a byproduct of how badly Jimmy explained this game to Kate. <laughs> 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 that she definitely didn't know it was for a podcast, that we were going to be talking about it, yes. that people would be able to listen. Did you say in brackets, please, please mention any medical episode as part of this? <laughs> No, so the question was, what moment did you fall in love? Uh, and how did you know that they were the one? And, and, and her answer was basically when I was nearly shitting myself to death. <laughs> Correct. And, and he expressed it, and concern. She was right. <laughs> That's a yeah. low bar to clear. Jimmy Kimmel, I, I talked to Molly, your wife. And uh, so, what, do you, what do you think was her answer? Do you, do you remember when you fell in love? And, and when you knew it, that... When, when she fell in love or when I fell in love? That's why it makes the game a little confusing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You wrote these <laughs> questions so badly. Yeah. Because I think it's when you fell in love. <laughs> he, no, no, you can say, I think it's your fucking question. <laughs> so you're asking yeah. our wives. My lawyer is pointing oh, at me saying, this, say, I think. This is the exact conversation I had with Kate last night. What does he mean? I, went, I don't know, man. Climb inside his head. It's a happier place. I do <laughs> like that each question, though, we respond by putting Jimmy on the spot. <laughs> what, but what do you mean? You asked the question! 
I don't know, guys. I guess it's right, just I would it's say, a thought. It's a thought aren't you nominated for an Emmy for Best Game Show Host? <laughs> <laughs> I need segment producers so bad and writers. I miss everybody so bad. <laughs> you are awful. right now. I don't know if this game's going to work, but the, so I would say, when did, when did you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, when does she think Wait. you think she <laughs> fell in love with you? Um, okay. Is that the... I mean, I remember, I think when I fell in love with her, which she went on a um, charitable mission to Africa, and I was very impressed by that. As far as her falling in love with me, I, mean, I assume it was the first time she laid eyes on me. I mean, I just go into the show assuming everyone there is in love with me. You glow. You glow in yeah, that studio. I'm the star, you know? You guys know. Come on now. Jesus. She said that uh, she was the only one laughing at you when you were roasting Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. That's, that's you know what? That is true. She what, No, it was she and Steve Ballmer were the only two people in the room laughing, and he was laughing like um, De Niro in Cape Fear, like in the movie theater. Like, ah! <laughs> And no one else. There was nary a smile on anyone else's face, especially Bill Gates. But yeah, that's I did appreciate that. Sure. Uh, she said that uh, she she said that you knew that she was the one because you had the same priorities, values, and we make each other laugh, which I thought was very sweet. Very sweet. And nice. I, I, can I throw something in on Evie's answer? Like when she might have fallen in love. Yeah. I don't say fall in love with me, but she likes to tell the story that the first time she came to visit me in Chicago. She called her sister afterwards and said, I know this is stupid. I know this doesn't matter, but he has monogrammed towels. Wow. And her sister said, shared values. <laughs> no, we're just in South Carolina. <laughs> he doesn't have monogrammed towels. <laughs> South Carolina towels. <laughs> you really pulled one over. Everything on I it. have, my license plate is monogrammed too. It says SC right on there. <laughs> Uh, my my thing, I think, for, for Nancy was uh, the first time we fell in love. I think it was, weirdly, it was it, listening to the, those songs, listening to, like, Harry Nelson and Randy Newman in, 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 our, in the hotel room. You got a friend in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sail wow, away. That? Sail away. I'm we won't cross the mighty ocean, ocean. I, I in a Charleston Bay. But I remember I was driving, I had a, a crew a, a, a driver uh, driving me to the set, and it was Boston on a gray day. This girl was wearing, like, I want to say, a, she had blonde hair, she had a, a beautiful white teeth, she had, like, a green Jansport on. She just popped, almost like a cartoon character, or like that. And I go, wow. And the, the driver goes, hey, that producer's pretty hot, huh? <laughs> I, go, I like I that. Can, do that. I like the teeth. The teeth is a good detail. Mm -hmm. She had very strong bite. <laughs> yeah. For the first two things, you could have been describing a horse. <laughs> Beautiful mane, unbelievable bite. A horse in Jansport. And the next to the horse was this girl. <laughs> and she looked like someone <laughs> that I could get along with. What did Nancy say? What was her answer to that question? Here we go. Uh, Nancy, his moment, Boston Street, gray day, pink sweater. <laughs> All right. Wow. Didn't, wow. Mention, didn't mention the teeth. Green Jansport backpack. I said that. He knew I was the one uh, maybe staying up till 5 a.m. listening to Harry Nilsson or Randy Newman. 
Oh wow! Or right. Newman sings Nilsson, or Nilsson sings oh. Newman. Yeah. Plus <laughs> the isn't, green isn't jazz board. Are you sure you didn't I accidentally the... text her your answer? <laughs> I must say the detail here really sounds That's like insane. the fix is in. We like, have... You happen to be the host, and you this. happen to have won this round. She also made the horse joke, but I didn't read that part. <laughs> I swear I'm not looking at them. These are I'm reading this for the first time. Okay. Maybe I just have to read actually like I'm reading more. Um, okay. So so not that you caught a kidney stone from her. That was she, she knew. I knew he was the one staying up late. The thing doesn't see Newman. Uh, he has a twinkly smile, love of family, and interest in people. He makes me laugh. He loves kids, and we floated during our first kiss. Mm. Oh, very nice. Wow. We had, so we who won this great, round? We had a great. I would say Fallon's. Fallon. Yeah. Fallon 95% of the words were the same for Jimmy's. Exactly. It's not a word count. It's not a word count game. It's a long way down from we floated when we kissed to. Blood in my stool. <laughs> <laughs> it is time a to chance. hear a word from our sponsor, because that's what—that's who pays the bills here and gives it uh, all this money to our great crew and staff. We are happy to have our friends from Bullet back again supporting the show. Bullet makes great-tasting whiskeys like Bullet Bourbon, Bullet Rye, Bullet Ten-Year-Old, and Bullet Barrel Strength. And we toast them for supporting our staffs and crews. Bullet was inspired by an old family recipe cooked up more than 150 years ago. It is made by using a distinctive high rye recipe, which gives it that bold, spicy, smooth taste and comes in a very cool bottle as well. Bullet makes a mean Manhattan, a first-rate old-fashioned. You could sip it on the rocks or maybe get crazy, whip up a shade maker, which that's an ounce and a half of Bullet bourbon, an ounce and a half of unsweetened coconut milk. Half, are you writing this down? I hope so. Half an ounce of simple syrup, three-quarters an ounce of lemon juice, an ounce of pineapple juice, a cup and a half of ice, and you throw it all in a blender, and man, oh man, you're the most popular guy in town. Jimmy, let me tell you something here. You don't have to write it down, because if you visit bullet.com, they have oh. all the great cocktail recipes on there. And uh, while you're on there, you can also learn about the Pioneer Project, which provides support and mentorship for people breaking ground in food, sustainability, technology, and art. I will drink to that. I will also drink to that. As will I. And I. As always, please drink responsibly. Bullet Bourbon, Kentucky Strike Bourbon Whiskey, 45% alcohol per volume. The bullet is still in company, Louisville, Kentucky. Very well done. Very. Did you say Louisville? I'm uh, not Louisville. correcting it, so if I did, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said Louisville, like Louis XIV-ville. Louisville. Yeah. Did I say Louisville? I, again, I will not retake that, so that's what it is. <laughs> There's Louis not like two of them in Kentucky. They're not going to go to the wrong place. L Louisville. Louisville, yeah. All right, let's get back to the, uh, the, the game, you guys. This is another question. I feel like I have a lot of questions here, so this, this might I end up I feel like you do, too. I feel like you do have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm yeah. talking about the My game. My wife has playing. a lot of questions for you about the intricacies <laughs> we, of this game. I feel like we can do it. This could be a two-parter if we get it really, if it, it gets cooking. The with bummer for Kate is the second question Jimmy asked is, did your husband ever check your stool for blood? And she'd burned it. <laughs> can you imagine the odds? <laughs> The odds of me asking. <laughs> By the way, Seth, your wife answered. <laughs> uh, all right, my second question, my question was to the wives. What do you think bothers your wife the most about you? While we're pondering that 
quick, oh, can I just no. ask for one more thing about the stool? John, isn't your wife a <laughs> medic? Didn't you say she is a medic? Yes, she's absolutely a medic, yeah. And yet you were called in to the toilet. <laughs> I guess she wanted a fresh eye, just a second opinion, <laughs> someone who doesn't actually have a, any kind of medical training. So okay. like she you. wanted somebody who didn't have skin in the game, if you'll pardon <laughs> the expression. Someone who had Google. Someone, that's, that's, like that's, John, like, that's like John calling in Kate and saying, give me 30 minutes on the death penalty. <laughs> well, John, I, what's the answer? Was there blood in the stool? There was no blood in the stool. No, okay. no there was Happy um, ending. Can I jump in? I think I have my answer, Jimmy. And this is very, I feel like this is uh, 1980s. I don't think you have your answer looking at what Alexi said. Oh, okay. Oh. Because I was going to guess it would be something like my failure to fill the humidifier. <laughs> no, it okay. wasn't that at all. <laughs> You think what bothers your wife most about you is your failure to fill the humidifier? Well, guess what, Jimmy? She certainly acts like it does. <laughs> <laughs> so her answer is very interesting to me because I don't know if she was talking about her or you. What do you think bothers your <laughs> Par for the course. For this game. Jimmy, you, how, okay. can you, how are you unable to phrase a question? <laughs> <laughs> It's not like he's a talk show host. It's incredible. Uh-huh. Your, your staff all need le- their, their, their wages doubled when we come back. You're giving them a lot of leverage here. Do they pre-chew your food? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you inflect up at the end of something doesn't mean it's a question, Jimmy. Especially via text. It was all via text. It was text. I wasn't voice memo. I am they now no 100% idea I was understanding why she was getting so frustrated. <laughs> okay. okay. Your wife. Yeah, your wife also answered interesting on this one. Yeah. I think they meant what, it, what bothers you about your wife or something. Oh, I've got what bothers me about my wife. Uh, yes. Let's try that. She's a real... Um, <laughs> She's a real hard ass about me filling up the humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with it. She what did said, she say? She was like, I can't find anything. I can't oh, find or, anything. Oh, maybe. She's talking about you. You Dude, can't yeah, find I anything. I can't find anything. Yeah. There, yeah, that bothers her the most. You can't find... I thought what she was saying was she can't find anything wrong with her. But she was saying you so can't find So let's try anything. to guess how did Jimmy ask it. <laughs> Yeah. That she said that. That's the thing. Let's Could you read us? What will the text? The text you said her. What will your husband? What are the words your husband will use John to say? His, John is holding his face. <laughs> are you getting a, a headache, John? <laughs> I said, what was the text? I said, what do you think? <laughs> is this a cool question? Well, there's a lot two. of emojis. Question two, what do you think bothers your wife the most about you? You sent this to okay. our wives. Correct. What do so you they, think you bothers? You made them so answer in our voice. You've sent them the questions you were going to ask us. <laughs> so you've not the made it you. at all clear what was required from it. They've all project, They've had to insert an internal logic into what you're asking. I actually think and what happened are, is... You're complaining that they were confused. I can't I'm believe not, reading these questions I think this didn't... is the best game I've ever yeah. played. This should be the show. <laughs> you can't say that. This is the show. I'm sorry. This, this is, is the show. show. Unfortunately, this is Literally the show. Literally is the show. Unfortunately okay. for Bullet Bourbon, this is the show. All right. All right. Jimmy Kimmel. I yes. asked Molly, what, what, do you, what, bothers, what bothers her about you, you think? What, 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 what bothers you? Now this seems like a different question. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it a little bit. Uh, 
I know what it is. Well, there's a lot of things. But it's, I, I'm, I'm a slob. I leave things all over the place. That is correct. Do we don't have a, do I have a ding? I guess I should be excited. Okay, how, about, how about, give us a lightning strike. There you go. That's what she said. His messiness is clutter. Yeah. Uh, she said, uh, the man doesn't know how to clean up or get rid of stuff. He is uh, bordering on hoarder. My wife, who does not work with me, when the strike started, suggested she come in and help me clean up my office and my dressing room. And I said, mm. I uh, respectfully disagree because I feel like we'll have a fight. And then because I said that, we had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think proves my initial point. Stephen Colbert, sure. uh, Evie, I said, uh, what, 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 bothers, what bothers your wife the most about you? <laughs> That's not what you said, but I'll accept it. That's not at all what you said. Yeah, ish, 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 ish. Ish. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that she said... Uh, I want to say that she said that I'm selectively anal. What? That I'm selectively anal. Ooh, that, that, I, that I get really fastidious about certain things. Oh, but but, oh, but the go. things oh, like, like, oh, like, oh, I'm oh, like, oh, I'm oh, like, oh, oh, like, oh, like, oh, that's not what anybody not what I think. Guys, get your mind out of the guy. Sure. Selectively anal. Well, 30 years. On that kind of anal, it's pre-selected. <laughs> or else you're not doing it right. What did she say? She said you're snoring. Oh mm. Jesus! I she have said, no control over this. She said that was not part of the original agreement. She yeah. occasionally, the other night, she, I sometimes will wake up and she'll be petting the back of my head. And I'm like, oh, for a, for a microsecond, I'm like, oh, that's so lovely. She loves, she loves that me. my wife just looked, rolled over in bed, looked at me, and thought <laughs> he is so dear and so precious to me, so tenderly. She'll reach out and stroke the back of my head, and then I'll immediately realize, no, she's waking me up, so I'll stop snoring. And the other night, she misjudged the distance and just slapped the back of my head. And the next day, claimed she didn't remember doing it until I reproduced it on the back of her head. And she goes, yeah, I thought you were further away. So, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, I think my wife is going to say that I... Uh, I, 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 I Maybe analyze too many jokes or try to write jokes on too many things. Like if I'm overthinking stuff. Like if something she happens, I go, oh, just give me, let me try to think of this. But well, not no, questions, no. though, yeah, right? She, not she, like questions. She'd be irritated by your inability to ask a coherent question. No. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, in like in when your you daily life? Her day, what do you say? How do you think days went for <laughs> your sister's sister? <laughs> That's a good question. We'll we do have that. good we'll do meal, that for the good, next right? round. <laughs> we'll save that for the next round. We'll Food save that tonight, restaurant? Okay. For me? For you? <laughs> you are looking fed through Google Translate. That's how you sound. Like feeding your question into Russian and back into English. Say, that's how it sounds. <laughs> All right. This, that would, but, but I think that's what she's going to say. Maybe like, okay. I, I analyze too much. Or I, just, I, I think that. That could be the thing I do. I also snore too, so I don't know. And survey says, she said, uh, she said, what well, it's not. This is interesting. She said it's not the eating in bed that bothers me. But, <laughs> so, so, so the question to her was, what <laughs> isn't it? What do you think your husband will say is not the thing that bothers me? Jimmy, wrong with you. What is? 
He said, she like says, Yoda. not the eating in bed that bothers me, but the discovery the next morning of the making of what was eaten in bed. Ah, uh, okay. Two crime scenes. Messy. Yeah. You two eat in bed? Scenes. You eat food in bed? Yeah. What food? At night. Most Quesadilla. recently. Quesadilla, the, let me guess. Quesadilla. <laughs> most recently. Most recently. Most what's recently, everybody else's guess? Wait, what's everybody's guess about what he eats oh, in bed? Okay, this is another good game. Okay. Another <laughs> good game. Okay. Yeah, it's since this one's made. going so quickly, let's put a game within the game. <laughs> I'm going to say grilled cheese sandwich. Ooh. Well, it's just. Yeah, yeah it's a case of It's different. I'm going to say late night cereal. I'm going to say cereal. handfuls of popcorn. Pizza okay. with different things on top. Toppings? <laughs> Yeah. So it's different things on top. It's not more pizza on top, is what you're saying. That's how you're specifying what kind of pizza was it. Was this pizza pizza? No, no, it had sauce. It had other things. I forgot they called toppings. It had some yeah. Legos. So you'll snuggle into bed with a slice of pizza? It's not about a whole pizza. It's like a slice. A slice but still, a slice, a whole slice of pizza. But then bed. she's mad because in the morning she goes in the counter is a full pizza with a slice out of it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably the most recent one. Yeah, I, I brought a slice of pizza in. I like it. I like it. I've of all the wives so far, I feel the most sorry for Nancy. I know that's not the game. I know that's it's not, not the game. I'm just saying it's not who you feel more uh, sorry for. <laughs> and then was, do you then go brush your teeth or is this it for the night? Like I've got a coat, I've got a coating of oregano on my no, bicuspids <laughs> straight to bed. I think straight to bed. It depends. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll get up and you know, brush, but sometimes, most of the time I'm just like, I'll have a couple bites and then I'll just go to sleep. I'll make it. <laughs> Like, a, oh, like like ramen noodle soup, all the bowl of soup in the bed. Is Nancy soup. awake when this is happening? No, no. Sometimes I don't know. Ramen no. is loud. Ramen is a really loud thing to eat. Stephen, you should say to Evie, "I know I snore, but you'll never guess what other people do." <laughs> no one eats. No one eats anything in bed. Gets Papa John's if, delivered. I might time. have a lozenge. I might have a. Like if a, Nancy slaps Jimmy in the back of the head, they get soup everywhere. <laughs> and then she has to I'm give joking. him a Heimlich. It's because I'm joking. <laughs> it's because I might, I might be joking. Oh, he was eating a lamb chop. <laughs> <laughs> Who's knocking on our I bedroom said, door? I, I said, I'm a pizza guy. <laughs> I set up a shawarma, I think, in my, in my kitchen. And it's on a rotating thing, and I slice yeah. off a piece of... Uh, Jimmy orders from bedpost mates. They bring it directly to his pillow. Oh, if that's the end of a round, should we hit another sponsor? Well, no, hold on. There's one. Okay. There's John's wife. Oh, oh which sorry. Was, was yeah. oh, let, me, let me just ask this both ways, Jimmy. I'll ask this both ways, because I'm sure... It, what irritates me the most about her, I, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, she shits blood sometimes. Um, Bingo. Can we hit the, hit the strike force on that? What, that was what, what she said her about me. Sometimes I eat a full roast dinner in bed, Jimmy. <laughs> See, that's what makes you English and me American. What did she say? The, the, what, do you, what bothers you about her? She took it a different way. I should also note, for people who can't see it, Jimmy's pulling up paper like Rudy Giuliani pulling <laughs> papers out of a briefcase. What do you think of uh, making these questions up? <laughs> I'm sweating. My hair dies all over my face. 
just skip straight to our answer, Jimmy. Just skip straight to our answer. What, <laughs> what did she say? What Weird. bothers John the most about me mm. is either when I hotbox him under the covers in bed <laughs> or that I keep the temperature in our room so cold it could snow. Yeah, you yeah. could you could store meat in there, meat that you would happily cook and eat next to it, Jimmy. <laughs> well, you do have a hot box there in your bed, John. Maybe you should try it. <laughs> yeah, smoke pop a little, yeah. pop some McNuggets into the hot box, and it seems like she is trying to moderate the temperature by having a little of each. <laughs> Guys, uh, I think it's time for our sponsor, another sponsor. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. If you're like most late night hosts, sitting alone without makeup or writers in your ivory tower, you're probably wondering. How could Mint Mobile work well in an ivory tower for just $15 a month? And the answer is, it works great. When I became owner of Mint, I wanted to make sure Mint worked just like any other premium wireless service. Whether it's in an ivory tower, ivory limousine, or ivory underground bunker. I feel empathy for all late night hosts out there sadly recording monologues into the mirror and then having to email them to other celebrities pretending to be your friend instead of broadcasting them on your network. That's why, for a limited time, they too can enjoy unlimited premium wireless for just $15 a month. So to recap, whether you live in an ivory tower or just a regular ivory one-bedroom condo, Mint Mobile works great for just $15 a month. It's the people's wireless service because we don't hate you. Visit mintmobile.com slash strikeforce to learn more. $45 up front required plus tax and fees. Three-month promo rate renews at full price. Limited time for new customers only. Data speeds reduced after 40 gigabytes per month for unlimited video streams at 480p. Visit mintmobile.com. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. That was yeah. uh, Back to the game, Late Night Wives. We're finding more about our wives, the late night hosts. And uh, this question I asked the wives, do you have any pet names? Mm. Is what oh. I asked. For each other or like them them for us? Do they call us a pet name or do we call them a pet name? Or is it Uh, both? It's both. And then there's a third option I forgot about and I'll get into it (laughs) as we answer. (laughs) Let's just say you know Steve Harvey. Let's (laughs) and leave it at that. So pet names you might call each other. I'm going to say to John Oliver, what do you guys have pet names for each other? I don't think think we really have pet names for each other. I'll occasionally call her the new Mrs. Oliver. I don't, what what do you? Does I don't she know. call I don't you th- anything besides John? I don't think so. Does she? How about John Pie? You call her oh. Mrs. Oliver? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me John Pie. That's right. She does call me John Pie. Yeah. Yeah. John Pie. Really? <laughs> yeah. She calls. That's cute. John Very Pie, sweetie. Yeah. She calls you. Sweetie's generic. Yeah. And love. Love. That's right. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> these are all true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my wife said, I, I think my wife's going to say, cutes, cutie, or like honey. Okay. My wife hmm. says, cutes, bun, or bun bun. Do you recognize that or is that? Yeah, I think it's like, hey, bun bun. Hey, cutes. So that sounds yeah. right. As you're saying it, it sounds. That it rings sounds a bell. correct. Yeah. So I think I get one kind of half point. <laughs> Can you half hit the lightning strike on. Cute. Did you do that? Yeah, you did it. One more time, please. That was wild. <laughs> we didn't know he could do that. That's amazing. Oh, uh, sounds like uh, John's wife hotboxing him. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is for Stephen. Yeah, Abby. What, what do you guys call each other? Uh, she calls me sir, and I call her mother. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Doctor Freud, please. I. Uh, <laughs> 
I, uh, I, gosh, I guess I call her like, uh, I call her, <laughs> God damn it. Um, she, she, some, I sometimes have her call me Steve. If, if <laughs> this oh isn't really gosh. a pet name, but like if I'm talking to her and I get no response from her, I'll yeah. like assume her voice and go, great idea, Steve, let's do that. Like, uh, that's her name for me in my mind when I feel like I'm being ignored. Her pet name for you is Steve? No, I <laughs> give her that pet name for me and I do her voice. When I You're think answering she's not like it's attention. a Jimmy question. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, love duck. <laughs> I think I've called her what? love duck. I had love duck. Um, uh, a darling, you know, a darling is a good one. D- uh, darling, you duck. get a half hit lightning strike for darling. Uh, was honey great. pumpkin lover. Honey is on there. Half lightning. Third. Third point. Uh, what? What else? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Evie, darling. How uh, about Esteban Colberto? No, oh. no. She never calls me that, and I oh. never call me that. That's what Literally. your real father calls you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good. That's a deep cut. That's a good that's callback. A deep, that's a deep, deep callback. Good you reference. have to go back and listen the to first episode, episode one. Episode Speaking one. of deep cuts, that's really good. Chaffee, do you have that special celebrity message that we had? Recorded for Steven. I sure do. Ready for it? Yes. Hola, amigos. I am the formerly alive Nicaraguan dictator Anastasio Somoza. Congratulations to my son Steven on his new podcast, Strike Force 5. Boom. I am so proud of you, my boy. I hope that you wear my pants often. I want you to know that I am rooting for you from hell and that your mother was mucho bueno in the saco. Go get him, mijo. Love, dad. Was he rooting for you to win this game? That's great, Stephen. That is so, you know, you wait your entire life to get a message like that because you think, like, does he love me? He does. He does. Does he love me? Has he done bad things? Yes. But he's... He's I want you to dad. know that that was his actual voice. I found an interview with him and used that AI computer that you found. And it only took me like four hours and 35 minutes to put together. Oh, uh, <laughs> congrats, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. You know yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. it. That was I'll sleep. Really I'll, I'm going to sleep well tonight. I didn't yeah. think the episode no was going to get emotional. Molly and I have no nicknames for each other, I, yeah. unless she says otherwise. I don't think we have nicknames. She agreed with you. She said, we don't have any Oh, God, does everyone else have one? No uh, she said, Trump called him a low-rated loser. Does that count? <laughs> I think so. I, I think it does. And I'm going to oh, jump in. Yes, I'm going to explain our, why we use it. When we mm-hmm. met, it was the heyday of Wig and Sudeikis doing two a-holes, that sketch at SNL. And they called each other Babe, and we started sarcastically calling each other Babe, and it very sadly stuck. Could be worse. So uh, I, I think... I, I might be right by guessing this is... She might have taken the question wrong. I think she thought I meant the name of your pet. <laughs> Do you have a pet? Frisbee? Yes, that's correct. Lightning strike. 
She thought that you, you might not have remembered the, the name of your pet. <laughs> so, you guys got it. Mm. <laughs> you guys, Nothing, you guys nothing we can say or do is as good as how bad you are at this, Jimmy Fallon. You guys, you get bonus points. <laughs> now, hold on. You're you famous no. for playing games. I'm going to defend Jimmy because I will say that he said to Alexi, do you have any pet names? <laughs> For each other. I didn't say for each other. It is crazy. I didn't say for each other. No, I didn't say for each other. I didn't say for each other. I'm sorry. I didn't say for each other. My my text said pet names. (laughs) This is the least challenging game show question in history. John is walking out. It's like an Alzheimer's test. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. What month is it? (laughs) (laughs) Who is the president? Can you repeat these five uh, words back to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing <laughs> ref questions. And wow. this strike now. And this we, strike and this we, game. If I win this we, game based off getting Frisbee right, it's a quiz show level scandal. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. I think, all right, we have, I think we have time for one more question. Okay. One oh. quick one, though, Jim. Okay, a quick question. This is a very fast one. Speed round. Lightning round. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, weirdest family traditions. Doesn't matter which family. Hmm. My um, dad, my father-in-law hosts karaoke nights. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's fun, but that, no. Uh, she said you have their own secret language. Oh, yeah, my family has her own secret language. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What is it? I'm not going to help my wife crack it by giving it away okay. on this podcast. Got it. Yeah, so that's, she's also I don't think she made it through the whole episode. Evie's going to say, <laughs> say that it's my family tells the same stories over and over again and pretends like they haven't heard them before unless anyone in the family gets any detail of the story wrong. And then someone else leaps in and tears the story away from them and says, no, you got it wrong. And then everybody goes back to pretending like they haven't heard the story before. Is that what she said? Kind of. She said, at weddings and funerals, the Colbert men all get together and sing Men of Harlech from the men movie Zulu. Yeah, exactly. Men of Harlech, stop your dreaming. Can't you hear those spirit boys gleaming? See the warrior banners streaming through this battlefield. Michael Caine. No? Why did you? What, why is that a tradition? I don't know. The movie Zulu was very popular at one point in my family. Never heard of it. You never heard of Zulu? Introducing no. Michael Caine. Yeah. It's either Rourke's Drift or the uh, the Battle of Islanwana. Fantastic, mm. fantastic movie. Yeah. You've uh, never seen Shawshank Redemption, though, right? Never seen Shawshank. No. <laughs> How many Zulu warriors are there in Shawshank? Is anyone? I know get, mine. It disemboweled with an Asagai. Mine is. We have a birthday cake for Jesus on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? Yeah, we do every year. Oh, I love it. A lot of candles. What did Molly say? Uh, she said, uh, the feast of way too many fishes. Oh, yes. That's another Christmas mm. Eve thing. But that's not a weird tradition. She's just um, that's Italian. a very white person. That's all. Yeah. She yeah. said, uh, Jimmy Kimmel makes about 27 different kinds of fish for the whole extended Kimmel family at Christmas time. It's an Italian tradition. No one really knows why. It's supposed to be seven fishes, but Jimmy is insane and makes over 20. Yes, that's and true. And then she added something. She said, and... 
the kids and I make a birthday cake for Jesus, and we sing happy birthday to Jesus every there Christmas Eve. There you go. There you go. All right. I think Kate would have said, I think it would also be Christmas. I think it would probably be the fact my family has an Uno championship, and my dad made, my dad's a good carpenter. He made a trophy. And one year, I believe my sister's boyfriend, then boyfriend, he won. And my dad said, I'll carve your name into the trophy then. And the look on my sister's face was, there's no need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not going to be here next year. And she was right. <laughs> and his name is on the trophy. <laughs> uh, she said one of the weirdest family traditions that, uh, that you, John, and, and Kate have is that you have Italian food for Thanksgiving because neither of you like turkey. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's wow. interesting. How, dis- yeah. how disrespectful to our nation, John. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's just like not his first now. offense. Yeah. At least you didn't reply with my dog's name, so that's something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Turkey? <laughs> Tofurkey. Jimmy, what's yours? I'm gonna say that there's uh, we do so many weird things our family does, but I think the weirdest is that we on New Year's Eve we bang pots and pans with spoons on, and pots and pans because our neighbors did it, and we would parade down the street. And go see our neighbors and just at like at midnight on New Year's Eve. And Nancy says? Banging pots and pans outside on New Year's Eve. All right. <laughs> what a way to end it. How many fix was always in. How many fix was questions? always in. That's it. Guys, no, no, but we how have... many how many total are left if we want to do a part two? Oh, there's enough left for part two, absolutely. I think, I think I have this enough. is a real let the listeners decide. We should probably post a poll. What's, the, what's our email where people can have feedback? Questions at Strike Force 5. And we've yet to get to any of the questions, but there's a, there are a lot of questions. I went through the emails last night, and there are many. Guys, that was, that was it for our, 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 our Late Night Wives uh, question. Jimmy, uh, how do you think this went? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, 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 just from a, I how do you think that. Nancy would think you'll tell her later it went? <laughs> Today? <laughs> Or when it airs. <laughs> That's, it, it's a simple question. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Tune in for the next episode, episode six of Strike Force Five. Thank you. Perfect wrap out.